Welcome to Season 2 of Rush of Fear Podcast, where we chat all things Halloween Horror Nights, Universal Orlando's premier scare event. Tonight, for Episode 16, we will be chatting about Hallow Scream Orlando and our R.I.P. tour of Halloween Horror Nights. So now, let the mayhem begin. What a rush of fear. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome. We're here. We've now all been to Halloween Horror Nights. We've all done it. Who's we all? Why, it's me me and my co-hosts. First of all, the one who has now finally done the thing, Michelle. Hello. (laughs) Hi, it's me. And I may or may not have um, fully recovered with my sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) After the weekend weekend that we had, yeah. Yeah. However, you got less sleep than I did, so. uh, Yeah, I always get less sleep than most people, I think. Um, And then also our other great friend and co-host, Maddie. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi, great friend. Hi, great friends. (laughs) (laughs) I am also here. (laughs) Yes. Pod squad, scream squad. (laughs) We were pod squad, scream squad, uh, tune squad. All of the above. Squad. Yeah. We're actually the Avengers. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we had a long weekend of scares. Uh, and we're just going to very free form talk about the what we did and what we had. But we are not going to talk about our thoughts on the houses yet. Right, Maddie? Yes. Yeah. So... This was Michelle's first weekend at Horror Nights. Um, luckily enough, it was an RIP tour. So like we'll talk about later, we got multiple run-throughs of houses. But she is still going one more time. Uh, so we're going to hang out, hang off on chit-chatting about our actual thoughts and opinions and the details of the houses, the scare zones, and the shows. Just so that she can get one more weekend under her belt. And then our episode to end the season and the run of HHN will be our, I'm sure, hour and a half too long, two hour episode talking yeah. about God, all yes. 10 houses, all five scare zones, uh, both shows, and, and just our, our overall, yeah, yeah, overall thoughts, opinions, and rankings. So yeah. stay tuned for that one. But for today, we're just chit chatting about uh, our tour and Hallow Scream. So, and just like last time, we should record that episode in a hotel room at the Grand Floridian. Oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. If anybody wants to fit the bill for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, was, so. that was bougie as fuck. And we had so much fun. We ate at Steakhouse 71. And That's then we said, right. oh, let's go back to the Grand Floridian to Michelle's sweet <laughs> and record live in person. Oh yeah, my God. for the only time. This only time, other than our opening weekend, like uh, last opening year. night reactions last year <laughs> that we did on site, but the that, which was fun too. Other than the rain, yeah, yes. it was fun, but the rain definitely made it very difficult. Yeah. Um, anyway, so what we did <laughs> this weekend? First of all, we went to Hello Scream Orlando at SeaWorld. We sure did. Uh, uh, Maddie and I did go last year on opening night for the first ever SeaWorld Hallow Scream Orlando. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, Michelle got to visit for the very first time this year. So, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. We had a we had a night of Hello Scream at SeaWorld Orlando. And uh, let's go with uh, Michelle, your your first impressions, your thoughts of uh, your first visit to this event. Oh, man. Um, so just a little backstory. We went on a Saturday night, which was we busy. sure did. Oh, yeah. Um, but like I literally flew in just for two nights. So I flew in. Maddie picked me up from the airport at like 345. Mm-hmm. And um, we pretty much went straight to the event. Um, so it was busy. We did not opt for express passes because I really didn't think we would need them based on uh, Facebook posts and things that I had been reading. Yeah. And we kind of didn't. Yeah. Like we... So we got through all the houses, but by the skin of our teeth. Like, really. Yeah. We didn't watch any of yeah. the shows. Um, no, we saw one show. We didn't. Oh, well, we, yeah. yeah. That's to come later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were not invited by them. So this is a completely unbiased opinion from all three yeah. of us. Um, paid for it ourselves to go. I had high hopes because um, I really haven't done any other haunts like that other than HHN, and HHN is like the mecca. Um, But I still had high hopes. uh, Being SeaWorld, I thought it would be uh, pretty pretty well done. And, you know, it it was still well done. Like, it was... It was nice. It was better than something that I would get here local to me, of course. Um, and I actually got one of the best scares of my life just walking into the park. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but as like overall, the event was a little lackluster for me. Um, however, let me explain that scare because it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so we've just walked into the park and Maddie and I had just had drinks at Swizzle Lounge. Sure had. On our way out. Yeah. And Maddie actually had her drink and my drink, but... Sure did. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, so anyway, we both had to go to the bathroom like right away. So first thing on our to do list: bathroom. We walk in, see bathrooms straight ahead, and we're heading for them. We walk past this big, like four sided box sign. You know, kind of like what you might see in a in a mall or whatever, where it has like a map yeah. on one side and an advertisement on the other, whatever walk past the sign, like literally brush shoulders with said sign. And turns out that's actually a boo hole. There's like one of those drop down windows that scares the crap out of you just with the sound itself. And a scare actor inside who jumped, who, you know, pushed her head through and screamed at me. I literally dropped to my knees because yeah. I I wasn't like totally in the event yet. Like there was nothing going on. Right. There were no scare actors around. And I was on my way to the bathroom. That's all I was thinking about. And it was perfect. It was amazing. That was a great, (laughs) great, great, very simple way to like start off a scare event. So good job on that, guys. But what did you guys think overall of the event? Um, Maddie, you go ahead. 
Sure. I actually did bring up the website just so that we <laughs> have uh, oh, yeah. all the information because I didn't even think about that before we started recording. Um, <laughs> but I I only went one time last year. I was lucky enough to get invited last year uh, by Hello Scream to do some photography on opening night. And like Kenneth said, it was the very first night of the first ever Hollow Scream at SeaWorld Orlando. And it was also like towards the end kind of part of COVID, uh, but like right before the resurgence of last year. So, you know, we were still social distancing and it was also raining. Um, so it was, I, I had opinions on last year. I definitely didn't have like great run-throughs of houses. And I'm also not used to local haunts as well. Like Horror Nights is really the only haunt that I've done. So mm-hmm. I obviously had the Horror Night expectations, um, which, you know, it is what it is. Not everyone can be Horror Nights running for 31 years. Like they have a huge backing, a huge fan base. Um, but it was fun. Like we had a really good time last year and we also had a fantastic time this year. Um, I don't think we've ever spent more time together, like in a in a single amount of like single weekend. Right. Yeah. That was, yeah. That, was, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so this year they added a house, which was exciting. So they're now up to five houses. Yeah. Um, they had, I think a lot more scare zones than last year. Uh, everything was a lot more organized, which was very nice. Um, they opened up more of the park, including the bridge back over to like the entrance area for a uh, house. Oh, screen, yeah. Which that was, was very nice. Oh my gosh. That was a huge thing. Cause last year we didn't realize that. So we made it all the way to the end of the C shape. And then we had to walk all the way back around because yeah, there was no go, crossover. You could go as far as like that, like restaurant that's next to Mako, like that shark tank restaurant. Yeah. And then you had to turn around and go back. Yeah. So now you can at least complete a circuit of the park. Yeah. They, the, uh, the portion of the park that's, that's open. Right. They opened up the bridge over by the actual entrance to SeaWorld um, because the entrance to Hollow Scream is in a different section. Um, It's over by like the educational entrance. Yeah, it's like it's like that courtyard behind where Wild Arctic is or was, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, Yeah. Um, And they had. Let's see. What else did they have? They had more shows this year. So they had monster oh, yeah. yeah, they had Monster Stomp like last year um inside the amphitheater. But they also had the Siren Song, which they also had last year. That was over by the the Wild Arctic area and that has all the sirens from like the advertisements and everything. But they had two more. They had Lurking in the Depths and Adventures Tale which we didn't see. And I Mm -mm. also don't know where it is in the park. No. Um, And then they have the Lost Souls Hideaway, which we did attend and we will talk about uh, a little bit later. But uh, (laughs) yeah, so the houses themselves, I guess there's a cohesive theme with, with them, right? Like each house is supposed to be based on one of the sirens and each siren is like a different, what were the different, the five different sirens? There's like an ice one, a plants one. 
A library one. Uh, a, a water one. A water one. Yeah, yeah, a water the one. The water one, I think, is... The water one is for the pirate's house. Oh, is it? I thought it was the cruise ship. No. there was. I don't think there was a siren in the cruise ship one. Oh. I'm so like, I'm trying so the concept to... is lost on us. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to find, like, an overall... <laughs> like uh, description of the event other than just it's gory and it's adult themed. And there really isn't one, unfortunately. This There's is the not. thing. I think they I, tried, but it didn't work. Right. I have never personally been to Hallow Scream at Bush Garden, so I'm not sure how they operate or if it's anywhere near how SeaWorld operates. But I just, I want... I want more detail in what I'm going through. Cause like we didn't read the descriptions of any of the houses that we went into, except for when we went through blood reckoning, which was the newest house this year. Cause they added a siren. So last year they didn't have the red siren, but they yeah. added her and her name is scratch. I know <laughs> that from the media and that's about it. Um, no, and well, she has one, the house. It made me scratch my head walking through the, yeah. the house. I was like, what, what the <laughs> heck was that? But they added her house, Blood Reckoning, back over by Manta. But yeah, the Siren of the Sea cruise ship one this year, which replaced the hotel one from last year, I think that was the only one that didn't have a siren. Okay. okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. I kind so of forgot the, about like the, the sirens every time. The storylines, if they were there, didn't really compute. And I think yeah. that's probably my my biggest complaint about the event. Um, they tried really hard. And, of course, they don't have the budget that HHN does, that Universal does. Um, yeah. So they, they tried. Like, the sets and stuff inside the houses were actually pretty and, mm-hmm. and fairly, fairly well detailed. Um, Costuming, not so much. There weren't really a whole lot of like really elaborate monsters or th- or um, a lot of. There wasn't a lot of money spent on makeup and. Yeah. You know, I don't know if I remember seeing a single mask. I don't in any of the houses. I don't either. Um, no. It, it was all just like self done makeup, is what it looked like to me. Yeah, so the sirens and then the siren like henchmen that are a part of the siren song show, they all have prosthetics. Um, I have a couple of friends who play those characters, those scare actors, and they all have prosthetics. They have the teeth to make them look all spooky, scary. Um, But a lot of the makeup for local haunts, including Hollow Scream, is all like airbrush uh, or a face paint with just Mm -hmm. splatters of blood. Because I was, when I was a scare actor back in 29 for Horror Nights, I also double dipped and was a scare actor for... Um, oh my gosh, what was it called? The one at the Nickelodeon Hotel. Oh yeah, um, Dark Horizons. Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and there were no, I there were no masks. It was you know they went to a thrift store, found stuff they needed, or they ordered it off of Amazon or bought it at a store, ripped it up, 
made it dirty, threw some blood on it. And then a lot of our makeup was face paint or airbrush. And it was, I mean, they did an incredible job. I, I had multiple nights where I was just in shock of what they did with my face in 15 minutes. Um, but I, I believe Hallow Scream is very much the same kind of airbrush face paint kind of deal. Yeah. So it, it, you know, the scare factor wasn't there, which there were a lot more kids at this event than there, than you see at HHN. Um, the teens. Yeah. My other Mm. big thing that I realized, so like walking through the houses at Hallow Scream, I was like, I, I don't, I don't quite understand. Like there's something about them that is not, it's not, it's not getting me. Not that the HHN houses really get me anymore either, but they do give me some type of an, of an adrenaline rush. The hollow screen ones, there was like nothing. And I think for me personally, it was the lack of claustrophobia. The, the mm. pathways walking through the houses were very wide. Um, and it was very, for the most part, very well lit. Like, I don't really remember a dark moment where I couldn't see my way through. Um, so very well lit and not very loud. So to me, those are three factors that really play into my fun at HHN. Um, I, I feel like the people are going to touch me. You know, I feel yeah. like they're going to be right in my space. And it's it's loud to the point that you can't talk to each other in a house. And there's a lot of really dark moments and use of lighting. Um, I didn't see any of those factors in these houses at Hallow Scream. Yeah. 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 Definitely the, you notice how quiet the haunted house is because there's no triggers. Um, So all of this. There's Go- no like music playing either. No. Right. Yeah. There's no house house music or music with words in it or anything. It's just kind of the scare actors using their own voices. Um Yeah. Which is, is interesting. So it's not cohesive it's, either. Like Yeah, but it's very much local haunt feel. Yeah. 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 And, and that's weird. the thing that I, I have to tell. <laughs> I always have to explain it kind of, and it's what I realized last year going to Hello Scream for the first time. And I also have not been to Bush Gardens Hello Scream in Tampa. Um, so I don't know what the quality difference is, if there is one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, being so used to Halloween Horror Nights and having gone to that for so long, and that's kind of the standard of what you expect in your head. And then you go to like something smaller, a local haunt, something like um, Sir Henry's Haunted Trail or a Petrified Forest that you know is much more homemade, you know, small budget, community organized type thing. And so like you go to that and you understand like, okay, obviously the the level at which they're working or the bar is lower and it's very impressive most of the time what they're able to do with the resources that they have, which are much less than what Universal Studios has. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so going to Hello Scream, I always expected it to kind of be like, you know, you you, you go like two notches below what what Halloween Horror Nights does, and that's where, you're, where you get Hello Scream is like, you know, yeah. not quite to what Universal does, but still like very much high quality. And what it actually feels more like to me is that it's a more polished high budget version of like your local homemade hunt. 
um, which yeah. is weird. It was very, that was the most shocking thing to me about Hollow Scream was just how homegrown it felt. And in a way mm-hmm. that's kind of fun because you get these, these, you know, they feel more visceral, more homemade, a little bit more aggressive in some cases. Like I do think Hollow Scream is scarier than Halloween Horror Nights. What? Everything I do. I think that the scares are better. They're more creative. Um, At Hollow Scream? Yes. In Orlando. Yes. Oh, I think okay. that they are more creative with because they don't have the resources, so they have to find other ways. And I think that I got bigger scares at Hollow Scream than I have at Halloween Horror Nights, at least this year. Um, but I think everything else about the event is not as good. Uh, and so if you're going for that immersive experience and for seeing a story told in front of you, or kind of disappearing into a different world, you're not going to get any of that at Hello Scream. Um, but I think there is fun to be had. SeaWorld's roller coasters are great, and you can ride Mako, and you can ride Manta, and Icebreaker is open. And we didn't ride any of them, but they are there. <laughs> and so, like, we, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Hello Scream is a, it's an interesting thing. I got the unlimited pass because I had, like, three different groups of people say they, they wanted to go on different days. And I was like, I'll just get the pass, and that way I can also go check out Tampa if I ha- if I have the chance. Um, so I'm I'm going back tomorrow as of recording, and we'll see we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's an interesting change of pace, definitely. If what you're used to is horror nights, yeah, I did like um, a, in a couple of moments in the scare zones. They, you can tell that they are not like on script and they're not as controlled as they are at HHN. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Like one actually got Maddie. Was it? Yeah, it was you jumping out from the bushes. Oh, Wasn't my gosh. You? Okay. Yes. So one of the fun things about Hollow Scream is they have scare zones just like Horror Nights does. Um, and they actually, I mean, they had a crap ton. Let's see. One, two, three four, five, six, seven scare zones. Um, And three of them were new this year, which was very fun. But then they also have what they call roaming haunts. So the sirens are roaming. You can see them around the park. The siren minions are roaming. And then they also have something, they also have something called camo, which in the description on the website says, even the trees and plants are after you. Good luck camouflaging your fear. So they literally just have people at the event that roam around in like ghillie suits and hide in the bushes and scare you in areas that are not in the scare zones. So last year, and we've talked about it before, I don't really get scared. I don't know what it is about me, but it just, it doesn't happen very often. But last year we walked into the event and my first scare was a fucking bush jumping out at me as I was like paying attention to my camera. And then this year, the same thing happened because I forgot about it. I don't even remember where we were. I think we were over by the sharks. Yeah, Um, somewhere. Yeah, we were over by like the shark area and the bush jumped out at me and I, I (laughs) like (laughs) Heisman Trophy style was like, ah! <laughs> Which that's something that they don't have to do, but they have so much dead space in their park just because of the way that it's kind of built that it's so fun for them to just have these people in ghillie suits jumping out of the bushes when they didn't have space to put a scare zone in. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. It's great. Like, that's so fun. Like, you always have to be on your guard. Um, yeah, for sure. And they do interact with you a lot more. Um, oh, yeah. Then you get at HHN. Like, I've had a full-on conversation with one scare actor. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. You sure did. Yeah. Um, she thought I was. Just, she thought I was looking at the uh, at the captain, staring at the captain. But I wasn't. I was staring at the girl <laughs> next to the captain. Next so. to the captain. <laughs> that is yeah, true. She, she was wearing fishnet tights. So yeah. Um, but anyway, like you can't have that kind of stuff at at HHN. So that that's right. cool. Yeah, and even though they only have five houses, like I said, they do have seven scare zones. They have a crap ton of shows, um, including the paid show that we went to. And then they also have a ton of bars. Like oh, yeah. there's one, two, three, four, five bars, six, if you include the one that we went to. And most of their restaurants are open as well for just kind of like walk up, take food kind of style. Um, Thank God, because they had yeah. no like specialty food to be found. I yeah. found a couple in the back, but they were kind of. Yeah. In the back, weird. there were, there were more, there was the couple over by Scratch's house. And then there were a couple over by the sea lion show. Um, but, but one of them literally had like dried crickets on the top yeah. <laughs> that's like, right mm, no yeah yeah the specialty food seemed mostly like normal food with a spooky name or something that you were like oh i don't want that at all well exactly. did y'all see what hollow scream so hhn twitter tweeted something about bug house and then hollow scream like tweet replied to that with pictures of their food that had crickets on it and was like, you guys have a bug house. Well, we have bug tacos. So <laughs> yeah, they sure did. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah. Like who yeah. wants that? I, who wants- <laughs> I, don't I don't know. But I was like hangry. So Kenneth was hangry before HHN the next night. I was hangry before <laughs> Hallow Scream because I yeah. really was like, let me just wait for dinner because I want to try some of their specialty food, thinking there would be some. Yeah. Right. No, there wasn't. So finally that was we your settled first for, mistake. Yeah. <laughs> finally we settled for some pretzel something. Oh, yeah. Other. We yeah. did have pretzels. We did. Pretzel hot dogs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. I definitely... I mean, me personally, if you don't want to go to HHN for the night... Um, tickets to hollow scream are fairly inexpensive. Uh, it says single night tickets start at 44 99. Um, which I think that's great. Just, yeah. you know, for, for a single night at the event, it's open from 7am to midnight and 7am. Oh my God. 7pm. <laughs> it is an all day haunt. Yeah. <laughs> you go during the day and it's like. They have breakfast. They serve breakfast at at Hello Scream. Here's Clyde and Seymour and then all the sirens. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I do think that obviously like Halloween Horror Nights is the better event. And if you were going to like try to choose one to get a pass for, uh, Halloween Horror Nights is definitely the way to go. But I do think that even if you are a big Halloween Horror Nights fan and you have a pass to Halloween Horror Nights, I think it's worth checking out one night of Hello Scream. I don't know. I think I'm going to regret buying the pass that I bought. 
Um, cause I'm, I, I already don't really feel like going back to Hellscream, <laughs> but I'm going to, because I have it and like my roommate is going to go and then another group of friends is going to go. So like, I'm going to go, but like, I don't really feel like I would need to, you know? Well, I mean, you have the Tampa one too. So even if yes. you went to just the Tampa one, then you, you'll have spent yeah. less money. Right. And you did exactly. buying two individual tickets. So yeah. it's really yeah. not a bad, like they're, they're unlimited ticket is super cheap yeah it is it was fairly inexpensive for two separate parks absolutely and yeah. i i wouldn't mind going to the bush gardens one at least once this year if we want to like make it a carpool types type deal um but yeah overall definitely go share your share your spooky love with other events in orlando um i mean there's there's so much there's so much in Central Florida. You know, you obviously have HHN, you have Hallow Scream, you have Bush Gardens over in Tampa. But like we said, you also have the Petrified Forest and you have Sir Henry's Trail. Um, what is the other one? Spook. 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 Isn't it? I want to say Armageddon, but it's not Armageddon. Uh, Screamageddon. Screamageddon. There we go. Um, you have Fright Nights down in my hometown of Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Like, there's a lot to do. There's there's a lot of haunts in Orlando besides HHN. So, you know, you only yeah. have the ticket that get you in for the nights instead of Friday, Saturday. Spread the love and go to Hollow Scream on Friday, Petrified Forest on Saturday. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I last year when I had the frequent fear without the Saturdays, those Saturdays were spent at all those other ones. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was, it was, it was nice to like mix it up. And then you go back home to Halloween Horror Nights and you're like, ah, yes, this is what I'm used to. This is what I know. I feel comfortable. That's exactly what it felt like. (laughs) That's exactly what it felt like for me this weekend. Before we go back um, home, though, we still do have to talk about the uh, the, the 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 upgrade paid show that we saw at. Oh Hollis my gosh! Church. Yes. Yes, and what is the name of that? It was um, Lost Souls Hideaway. Can I just like set the scene though for what happened? Sure. Yeah, okay. because we we did not know what we were getting into when we went. No, no. I bought the tickets, and I did not read the description, guys. Yeah. So we. Michelle was like, Hey, I like, you know, prepaid for parking. So you don't have to worry about that. And then I also found this like bar show. Like speakeasy is what yeah, you said. Speakeasy. Um, like, we're just going to go to that too. Like it's already paid for And Kenneth and I were like, Oh, okay, cool. Us not reading anything on this event before going this year. Like we mm-hmm. walked in completely blind. We had yep. no clue what was going on. Kenneth and I were like, yeah, we went last year for like, one night and it was cool. But like I, even last year, I didn't really read up on what was happening anyways. <laughs> so we walk over and it's like our time to go in. Cause it's set show times. And we were the, I think like 10 45 show. And so, you know, we, we walk in and they scan our thing and we head on back and there's a bar and a bunch of tables. And it's like right on the lagoon that also has the Christmas trees up in it already. Disrespectful. I'm just going to say that now. Um, (laughs) One holiday at a time, people. And we sit down after we get our drinks. And I think we'd like heard someone say drag show. And we were like, wait, what? And so (laughs) I pulled up the website on my phone and actually looked at, you know, what this was that we were at. And it literally says, new Lost Souls Hideaway, 
Dare to visit an exclusive drag cabaret featuring Serpentina Moray, a fabulous serpentine sea goddess of ancient origin. And we look at Michelle and Michelle goes, well, guess we're seeing a drag show. (laughs) (laughs) No clue. I had no clue. (laughs) She was like, let's just like get this exclusive bar speakeasy experience. Hey, no, it's a drag you know, show. I see the word exclusive and I'm a sucker. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it was only $10 to get into that thing. Right. So yeah. like, why not? Ooh, that's a deal. Like, yes. yeah. yeah, it was only $10. The specialty drinks that were there were two for 20 and you got a souvenir cup. So honestly, not that bad. We did end up sitting on a rock because there was <laughs> not enough seats for everybody. Which is um, silly. You- you pay ten dollars to get right. in. You should have a seat, but okay. yeah, right. Standing room only at certain points in this. <laughs> kind show. of the Michelle became Little Mermaid and sat on yeah. the rock. We did. But <laughs> honestly, it was a great time. It was hilarious. It was so much fun. Um, I don't know how many show times there are during the event night. It kind of seemed like every forty-five minutes there was a different one. I'm looking at, okay, right now I'm looking at the website as if I'm going to buy a ticket for this tomorrow. Um, and there are three show times, 8.30, 9.30, and 10.30. 10.4. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fantastic. The drag queen hilarious. was hilarious. Oh my God. Also, I, I was told by a friend after the fact that the the show is different every night because they get a different drag queen to do it every night. Are you serious? That's what I was told. I have not researched this, but I think that's true. This is Orlando, so that would make sense. Right, there is an abundance. We do. We do, we do. (laughs) And they are all fantastic. I I was a frequent at Southern Nights for about a year and a half, uh, and they were all so much fun. I mean, they're a great time. But Yeah. yeah, it was hilarious. She had a awesome outfit. Uh, she did some great songs. Her audience work was fab. Uh, there was a cute little lesbian couple off in the corner and she like frequented not making (laughs) fun of, but like pulling out lesbian stereotypes when talking to them. That was super great. Uh, you know, she really loved the bald guys in the audience, but clearly didn't see Kenneth, who was bald yeah. and bearded. Not, <laughs> yeah, not uh, every time it was like, ooh, hey, another sexy bald guy. And I was like, hello. <laughs> and you were actively standing up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> Shafted by the drag queen. I know. I know. I'm going to have yeah. to go buy one of those shirts from, from Universal that says another sexy bald guy just so that this <laughs> drag queen will notice me. Oh, no. <laughs> it was so good. It was funny yeah. as hell. <laughs> Highly recommend if you go to Hollow Scream and you have the extra $10, go see this show because you will not be disappointed. It was very, very fun. Don't um, take your children. Time. I don't even know if children are allowed. Um, it was <laughs> it was quite vulgar at times. I, it seems like it should be a 21 and up uh, like add-on. I think the show was 18 plus. That's what it said on the description. Wow. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, like there was... ideas. There was one section where she was talking about the sirens over across the lagoon. (laughs) 
And she evidently hates those sirens, hates them. So literally like the entire song, she has the entire audience flipping off the sirens across the lagoon. I was like, oh yeah, we're not at Disney anymore for sure. It was so funny. It was so funny. Um, But yeah, so that was... That was our night at Hollow Scream. I will uh, I will post a picture of the massive map um, for Hollow Scream on our Instagram when we upload this episode on Thursday the 13th. Um, just because, you know, there is a lot to do. Like we've said, most of the attractions are open. Five houses, seven scare zones, multiple bars, multiple places to eat. Yeah. Uh, Lot to look at. So that yeah. will be up there for y'all to look at. And Good we stuff. did. Like, yeah. we were there. By the time we got inside, it was, what, 7.45-ish? Yeah. We didn't really plan for how long it would take to park. Just um, getting through the parking, the booths. Yeah. So if you are planning on getting – because I don't believe they have a stay and scream style option – um, so if you want to be there, actually, when it, they do, they do. Oh, they do. Yeah. Well, never mind. There we go. Um, but definitely plan for a long parking line. So if you want to be there at seven, but you're not going to do the stay and scream plan ahead for parking because for sure. it was a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah. So yeah. by the time we got inside the event, it was probably closer to eight and we closed out the event at <clears throat> after midnight. Um, yeah. And again, we only got through the scare zones and the five houses by the skin of our teeth. And, and we also did the Lost Hideaways uh, show, yeah. which was only about, what, 30 minutes? Mm, total, if that even. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like total waiting yeah. in the area to get our sure. drink and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's oh, and then I had the worst slice of pizza that's ever been made. <laughs> <laughs> but it was free. Yeah, that's Thank true. They goodness. gave it to me for free. It was terrible. I do. If you if you're walking out of Hell Scream and you see that they're selling pizza outside Don't the exit, it. just yeah, walk by, walk away. Do not do not be tempted. It was like uh, it was misleading because they brought out a pizza box and you were like, oh, a pizza box from somewhere, maybe inside the park. No, it looked like it had been like a frozen pizza that they cooked and then just put into a pizza box. I, that's what it tasted like. Still kind of tasted like freezer. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, moving on, we we went home the next yes. day. Went home, slept a little bit, and then uh met back up at Universal Studios to uh do our very Well, no, you've done a private tour before, Michelle, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, so but Maddie and I had never done RIP, I don't think at all. Mm-hmm. Am I right? So yes. And uh we were very you know, kindly invited by a, a listener, Sonia, uh, which thank you so much, Sonia. Yeah, she had thank a, you, Sonia. A, a, a private tour with some leftover, you know, spaces available. And so she was kind enough to invite us to join her group. She's so, and so awesome. We got to go on a private RIP tour. Um, and uh, yeah, very, very cool, very different way of doing the event than I've ever done. Oh, you know, yeah. over my 16 years of doing HHN, never had a, an experience like this. So, um, we had a tour guide. His name was Jordan S. from Sarasota. Treated us so nicely, so well. Really fun, personable. Um, honestly felt like part of the group by the end of, uh, of the night. Like he was oh, just yeah. one of our friends. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. It really was. I, uh, I was lucky enough to do the media RIP tour on opening night with co-host Chris from the UOP. But it was not 
it was nothing like this private RIP tour. That was very much business, go, 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 go. Like we have a set time frame for everything. Whereas this one was so laid back and like Jordan, oh, yeah. Jordan sat down with us when we were eating at La Bamba and we'll go through our, our schedule and what we did in a moment. But like he sat down with us and he was like, all right, so what's the plan? What do you guys want to do? What do you not want to do? How fast, how slow do we want to go? Like, you know, do we want to hit the shows? Cause we don't have to, if you don't want to yep. that it was only one show now, only one show now, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but yeah, it was very so the private RIP tour, you can you make the schedule, whereas the public yeah. general RIP tour is very much you do the ten houses, you do the two shows, you walk through the scare zones, you're done. Um but yeah, it was completely personalized and so much fun. And I have never felt bougier in my entire oh, yeah. life. Right. Just FYI, when you do a non-private RIP tour, that's kind of like what it's like with the media tour where you don't get to decide like you they'll ask your group because you will be grouped in with people that you don't know um so they'll kind of ask the group and poll the group on how you want the night to go but for the most part the guide is the one that decides how the group will go and you just get one walk through of each house um Mm -hmm. so a private rip tour uh like like kenneth said Whatever, whatever you want goes. If you literally want to do nothing but one house all night long over and over again, you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was- we got a little bit of a taste of that at one point. I did not stay the whole night because I had worked that day and I didn't get much sleep the night before because we were at Hollow Scream. And uh, so I was exhausted. So I ended up leaving around 10, before 1030. And yeah. by then we had already done all 10 houses and done three of them twice. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> and we were like, we spent maybe half an hour, like just sitting at the upstairs bar in Jimmy Fallon. So like, it is very much like, yeah, you get to just be super leisurely and casual and do everything you want to yeah, yeah. do. No rushing. No problem. No, yeah. no rushing at all. Take as many breaks as you want. Yeah. Stop for for food as often as you want because there's no rush. You're going to get to do everything you want at yeah. least once. Yeah. And uh, our end count for house run-throughs was 21. 21 runs through yep. multiple houses. 10, at the ten end houses the total, and we did it 21 times. <laughs> yeah. So did you do everything twice and then you did? No. We did some mm. things three times. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, and then that means that there were some things that you only did once. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's start, let's start at the beginning. So we checked in, I think our check-in time was about 5.30. Yeah, it was. Um, so 5.30, we checked in, well, Sonia checked in over at the kind of RIP tour hub um, off to the side by guest relations. I'm not entirely sure about how that process went, but we just kind of followed her lead and walked in <laughs> yeah. and they were like, Private, Sonia was like, yeah. And they sent us upstairs and we sat there for a couple minutes. And then they sent us into this big kind of banquet room in the upstairs section that overlooks the park entrance. And that was super cool. If you saw some of our Instagram stories from that day, like that, it was that point where I was like, oh, I get it. 
I get it. Yep. <laughs> this this is the one percent lifestyle. Yep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and Jordan met us, and he gave us our lanyards. And this year, so in past years, they had only done buttons for the unmasking the horror tours, but this year they're doing buttons for the unmasking the horror and the RIP tour. So that was a super fun bonus. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then what did we do after that? Um, he but, asked us if we wanted to oh, go yeah. ahead and head into the event or if we wanted, or no, he asked us if we wanted to watch the opening show or mm-hmm. if we wanted to head over to La Bamba and right. our group said food, La Bamba. So we went <laughs> yeah. over there. <laughs> but we didn't all kill each other cause we were all so hungry. I, yeah. Yeah. I was, I've never been uh, more hangry in my whole life. I was about to bite Maddie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feared for my life. <laughs> <laughs> like we would be trying, she'd be trying to talk to me and I would just be like, I can't focus on anything. You have to stop. We have to go to hot dog hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to like purchase the little boo pillow and, uh, the little boo purse for oh, one yeah. of, for one of Kenneth's friends. And I was nervous for the cashier. <laughs> I was like, oh no, (laughs) this is not going to end well. It was truly maybe the worst I've ever behaved in a a park. I was like, I was like, I'm I'm not normally like this. I promise. I'm sorry. It was so funny. So we, we left the balcony of the one percenters and we walked over to La Bamba, which during horror nights is specifically for the RIP tours, non-private and private. Um, and in there was a full spread of food. There was a bar, uh, everything was included you know, except for in, the alcohol. Except for the alcohol, that is correct. Um, what was there was dessert? Yeah. So uh, the food options were like they had mac and cheese. They had pizza fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I had, was actually very. I, I I was surprised to see that they had some of the specialty food offerings from in the park. Yeah. Um, which I was not expecting. I kind of thought it was going to be just like you know chicken and ribs and like kind of like the monsters cafe menu. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of what I thought we were going to get, which I was looking forward to that too. But then I actually kind of would have preferred that because I I didn't want to eat anything too heavy. Yeah. And even just looking at the chicken or the pizza fries at that moment, I was like, I don't know if I can eat that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What did that, what was the cauliflower, like zombie brains or something like that? Fried zombie brains from meats. Um, Mm -hmm. they had the little slider burgers. Yes. It's yeah. very similar to the Haunted Horseshoe, but it was not open-faced. It did have two slices of Texas toast and yeah. bacon and cheese. And then they had like the cookies and the macaroons. The, no, not macaroons. Was it macaroons? Yeah, they, yeah, had, they had some pumpkin spice and chocolate macaroons. They had a pumpkin spice mousse square. They had this little brownie cupcake thing with green icing and then they had these little ghost cookies um they also had a charcuterie board style spread of like vegetables meats and cheeses and fruit and then they had a cauliflower broccoli stir fry medley thing as well along with like sodas and water and stuff did you not yeah. see the cauliflower blend? That was delicious. I I was I don't know what was wrong with me in the moment. I was well. I was I was trying desperately to stay awake. I think is what yeah, it was. You were, my, yeah, you were. 
my my stomach wasn't feeling well, so I kind of didn't take full advantage of this food spread, and I'm I'm regretting it now because I a lot of this <laughs> stuff sounds good, and I didn't get to try a lot of it. Yeah. I think my <laughs> favorite part was the cold drinks, like they had the big bins full of ice with actual bottled sodas and water. Yeah. And I mean, each one of those individually, if you bought them out in the park, would have been almost $6 by the time you pay tax. Yeah. And so all of that was free. Um, yeah. And we could, as a RIP, when you have your lanyard with the RIP tour, you can go in and out of La Bamba, I think until 11 p.m. or I think it's until 11 p.m. or 1130. Um, and you can get as much of those drinks and food as you want throughout the night. Well, um, what, Jordan, because we went in after Mm-hmm. We were there, I think, after because we met back up with everyone around like eleven forty-five. But we were in there past eleven. But they take away the hot food. I think he said, "Yeah, it like, he said it was only dessert after nine. Yeah, um, and they did change because we did go back. Yeah, and the drinks. We did go back a little bit later, and it was just the desserts. And it was like the macaroons, the pumpkin spice mousse, the, the brownie. Yeah, and then they had the tablet cookie. They changed out the ghost cookie for the tablet cookie. But it was great because oh, okay. like our our guide had to take a break um, at 1030 right when you left, Kenneth. He needed yeah. to take his break. Um, okay. So we all split up and Maddie and I went and got the maggot covered. Um, yeah, the cheese corn dog. dog thing. Yeah, cheese yeah. dog. And we took it and walked over to La Bamba with our cheese dog yeah. and got our free drinks there and sat in the table in the A.C., yeah. Um, and enjoyed our dessert and corn dog and drinks. And then we had cookies. like fresh drinks to take back with us for the rest of the night. So it was kind mm-hmm. of perfect. That yeah. sounds great. Maggot covered cheese dog is, I hope you liked it, Michelle. I love it. I liked it, but I probably wouldn't buy it again. Oh. I mm. think that we were at a disadvantage because we walked so far with it that oh, true. it kind of cooled down a lot by the time we got to our destination. Um, but well, it was just still a little delicious. greasy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy. I could see sharing it with somebody, but oh yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so after La Bamba, we went into the park and we decided as a group that we were going to start at the front of the park and make our way around in a C shape until we hit all ten, and then after that, we would kind of decide from there what we were going to do. So I believe we started. We started with Halloween. Halloween. What a good start. What a good start. Yeah. So we started with Halloween and then we hit like Spirit of the Coven. We I did think, was Hellblock second? It might have been. Because the yeah. RIP entrances for the houses are in a different order. Um, right. But yeah, so we did Halloween, Hellblock, Spirit. We then did Dead Man's Pier. Dead Man's Pier and Fiesta de Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. Um and then we went to... And then we went upstairs in Jimmy Fallon, and that was all before 8 p.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like just getting dark when we went up to Jimmy Fallon. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, and that was also super cool. I had never been up there before, um, but I had always wanted to go up there. Uh yeah. So that was fun and exciting. There was a bar. I remembered one more thing from when we were at La Bamba that I wanted to mention. Oh, and yeah, yeah, that yeah. is that is that one of the characters that was in there uh kept trying to scare me. She was kind of I think she was must have been from Sweet Revenge, that character. Yeah. She was like a, a girl in like a nightgown with a like a masquerade mask and blood dripping down her mouth. 
And she kept trying to scare me while I was sitting at the table and I was too tired to get scared. And so like, she would be like, ah, and I'd be like, oh, hi, hi, good, good to see you again. And I was, I don't know why she kept coming after me, but it was very funny. And if you're listening, uh, a scary girl, uh, I'm sorry that I didn't get scared, but it was fun. I had fun. <laughs> she so got yeah, me one time. She did get you one time. Uh, there was also a time though, where you kind of had your back to the rest of the restaurant and you were talking to Sonia and she was right behind you. <laughs> The, really, for like and I never solid, noticed for a solid two minutes, like waiting for you to turn around, <laughs> and I just kept looking at her, like she's engrossed in an incom- like in a conversation. I don't know what you want from her. Um, <laughs> we, we did forget to mention that they do have scare actors roaming through um, that La Bamba area, probably just at only the beginning until, of the night. Yeah, yeah, and in previous years, because I remember last year they had um, a female usher. That was roaming around in that area that would pop out sometimes. So they have scare actors from the event. Like um, one of our friends was in there as a scare actor and she was dressed in the, like the same dress style as Dead the Unrest. And then there was a girl from Sweet Revenge. There was a guy who looked like he was from Descents of Destruction. Um, Yeah. And then there was one of the pumpkin guys from... The Central Park Scare Zone in 28. Oh, yeah, from Twisted Tradition. The yeah. one with the, 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 like, yeah, the teeth pumpkin. I love him. Chompers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a super cool thing that they, like, don't have to do, but they do because why not? Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was a very fun intro. It was kind of like Scare Actor Dining without paying for Scare Actor Dining, even though you're paying for the RIP tour. But it's fine. Oh, right. Um, you're paying, anyway, you're back paying to, a lot for the for the RIP tour. Yeah. So it's worth back it. Back to the Fallon Bar. Yeah. yeah so um, upstairs, Fallon Bar. It's a bar. What we learned is that they don't have any of the on-tap beers at the RIP tour bars. They just have the two specialty cocktails, so Electric Death and Ghoul Juice. And then they have your basic, like, White Claw, Bud Light, and I believe, like, two different wines. Yeah. Um, There's uh, just little small bars, but it's it's cool being up there. Like, everybody else in the group sat outside on the balcony the whole time. I opted for the couches and the AC. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sonia even was like, where's Michelle? And I was like, oh, she's inside sitting in one of the couches. And Sonia goes, ah, that one percenter AC lifestyle. She knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm like, like dang, we've got it. We've got it right now. Why would I not use it? So That's fair. That's fair. But to yeah, take advantage of this great view. It was a really cool view. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah. So after that, we... Headed towards the back. Yeah, we did Blumhouse. Um, yes. And, and then Bugs. Then I, right? Mm, did we do Descendants? No, of Descendants was before Bugs. Yes. I don't even remember Descendants, where Descendants is. It's where Nightingales was in 29. Okay. Where uh, Puppet Theater was. Puppet Theater. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, that's so we right. Because we went through like a different entrance for RIP. That's right. Yeah. For the bug house. You go yep. through that back and you don't go through the hallway. Yeah. 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 So we did Descendants. We did Bug House. We then did The Weekend. And as we were going into The Weekend, we looked over at Legends and their line was sat on the ground and the doors to the entrance were closed. 
And Jordan was like, I will find out what's going on. Because I think that was like the number one for everyone. Everyone was like, we have to do Legends. Um, I think like Legends and Halloween were like the two things that everyone wanted to do. So we did the weekend and then we ended, we got out of the weekend and we looked over and they were all still sat on the ground and we said, okay, so what do we do now? And I think as a group, we decided like, oh, uh, let's just do the weekend again. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we did. So we, we literally just made a cute little turn and did the weekend again. <laughs> Same cast. They saw us twice within a matter of like six minutes. It was fabulous. Um, yeah. And it was perfect timing because as we exited the weekend, Legends was open. Um, like they were actively opening up the doors and letting the first groups in as we were walking up. Um, and we just, we went right in. They held the line. We walked in. It was fabulous. Oh yeah. Yeah. To me, that's one of the best parts of an RIP is seeing like walking past those massive lines. (laughs) Right. And you think, Surely they're going to make us wait for a little bit because they have to do like, you know, 30 regular people before they let in us bougie people, right? Nope. It doesn't matter how long those people have been waiting. You walk up. They hold the line. Literally somebody steps in front of the line and says, puts their arms out and says, stop. And we just walk right in. Yep. Yeah. Which is wild. As many times as you want. As many times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah what did we do after legends we did, did uh, we do it again we did legends twice in a row yeah <laughs> and we did bug house again yeah we did do bug house again and that's uh-huh. when i left yep yes you left and then i think right after you left and we did bug house we then <laughs> stopped for our break all right he, he, he said he was gonna try to do the immigration tour did you guys end up doing that oh my gosh yes yeah when did we do that? I think it was did right then when, when Kenneth left. Yes. So we did Bug House and then Kenneth left and then we did the immigration tour and we were going to ride Men in Black, but Men in Black was down. Yeah. So after the immigration tour, yes, that is when we split off for our hour long break. Um, I think all of them went to like Starbucks. And so there's the three spots where RIP can go exclusively. It's La Bamba, the Jimmy Fallon bar, and then Lombard. So inside Lombard's, I guess it's like food to order. Like you pay for the food and they Mm. bring it to you. And then there's a bar back there as well. But it's just like a space for the RIP tour guides and like everyone to sit and hang out and like relax. So yeah, we went to go get our maggot covered cheese corn dogs and then we went to Cafe La Bamba. No, yeah, Cafe yeah. La Bamba. We sat, we chilled, we snacked. Um, and then we went over. We hit a couple of the scare zones along the way because obviously it was Michelle's first night. And we had, like, yeah, we actually went the long way to specifically to hit some scare zones. Because when you're on an RIP tour, unless you specifically tell them, let's go slow through the zones, they really, you're, you just walk through them, you know, and they don't really pay attention. Um, we zoomed. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we saw all the scare zones except for Sweet Revenge because something was going on when we walked through it and there were no scare actors on the street. Yeah. Um, 
And we spent a little bit of time in Conjure the Dark, and we watched one of their stage shows that they do, and then we went into Lombard's. And I have never been inside Lombard. This was just a day of firsts for everyone. Uh, I had never been inside of Lombard's at all in my 26, almost seven years of life going to Universal. That you go so often, and you still had so many firsts in one night. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess we didn't really talk about the immigration tour. That was awesome. That was also your first time doing that, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, that was so cool. So they, Jordan walked us down and we were just on the floor where the aliens are. And he was like, you can touch everything except for the aliens. They're expensive. We were like, okay. So we were sitting in the chairs. We were tippy-tapping on the keyboards. We were picking up (laughs) pens. Like... It was why, and I work in attractions, and that was still just like one of the craziest, craziest things I've ever done because I've never gotten to go backstage anywhere at Universal. Because when I worked at Universal, I was only in transportation, so I didn't do anything inside the parks backstage. Oh yeah, yeah, but that was that was wild. It was so cool. It was. I'm, it's really fun down there. Yeah, I've been down there a couple times. Yeah, very thankful that um, we got to do that, but. Yeah, so we all met up at Lombard's, and then did we do the back houses again, or did we go? We did. I think we did the back houses. Oh, shoot, or did we do the front houses again? No, we did the front houses again. We did the, yes, we did the front houses again. We did Halloween. Yeah. No. Because we were waiting for the our one friend to that's, come back. That's right. She yes, she did have to go and then come back. So we did Halloween, Fiesta, and Dead Man's, mm-hmm. and then we went to the back of the park again, and we did Legends and the Weekend and Bug and Bugs. Oh my again. god! I did Bug more time this weekend than I ever thought I would. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I am bugged out. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten my fill. And then I think to end the night, we went up and we did Halloween again. And then we did Dead Man's Dead again. Man's. Yep. Yeah. We ended our night on Dead Man's, which was great. That was a great last run through that house. And that was yeah. our 21 houses. It was a busy night. Wow. So it started at 530 and Maddie and actually all the rest of us last, well, no, Alex, her 15-year-old son, um, mm-hmm. tapped out when we were at Lombard's. Um, mm. But the rest of us all lasted until 2 a.m. And Maddie and I, after we said our goodbyes, we were like, all right, let's go try to hit the mummy real fast. <laughs> so we <laughs> yeah. ran over to the mummy. It's like 10 till 2. We run over there to the mummy and um, we get to walk right onto it. Wow. We walked right on. It was great. Um, uh, I- I'm going to say not much changed. I think it got a little bit, because this was my first time riding post-refurb. I think it's more rickety than it was before, and not a single animatronic worked when we were on the attraction. Oh, (laughs) weird. Yeah. Um, uh, But yeah, that was our night. The screens looked really sharp. They did. Me, um, but I I did not see any differences Mm -hmm. whatsoever that warranted that long of a shutdown. Unfortunately, unfortunately. Hmm. But uh, so, yeah, I think we were walking out of the park at probably like 2.30 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I just pulled up my fitness app for my Apple Watch, 
And on Sunday, October 9th, I walked 13,318 steps. Woohoo! Yeah. Pretty good. Because we lapped, <laughs> yeah, we lapped that park probably three or four times. Oh, yeah. With how up and down, like back and forth we went. Um, but yeah. Easily. That was it. That was our RIP tour. So that broke my record, my personal record for the number of run-throughs in one night. My the one before was for 2019 when I was with UOP and we did 20, we did each house twice. So right. this one beat it by one. Yeah. But it I, and tied my previous record. I had done 13 house walks in a night before. Um, I think twice before, uh, which is impressive without an RIP. Yeah. Well, yeah, you just gotta be smart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, no, yeah. If you go on a slow night, like on like a very slow night, you can you can do it. That's um, fair. That's valid. But uh, so yeah, we tied my record, but it was a lot easier and more relaxed to do it. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot more snacks involved as well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We all opted not to go see Nightmare Fuel, but that is an option for the private and non-private as well. I believe you get. Um, like a, a separate section. That middle section is dedicated to RIP yeah. tours. Um, but we just, we wanted to do the houses and we decided as a group not to go see it. Um, I think Michelle though, you're going to go see it this weekend, right? Yeah, just for sure. so we can talk about it. Cool. cool, cool. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, unfortunately ghoulish, uh, I think the lagoon area had some damage from the hurricane. So as of right now, they are not showing ghoulish, uh, actually the sign and the structure for the sign has all been taken down. Um, mm. but I guess they might bring it back by the end of the run if they can get it up and running. But universal, I guess has made no promises on if that's going to happen. But if you haven't seen it and you want to watch it, you can head over to the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast YouTube, and it is there for you to enjoy. Ah, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, we filmed cool. it. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Well, overall, my first impression: it was a, a great night. Um, mm-hmm. uh, RIP aside, it was it was a fabulous event. Um, scare zones were awesome. The quality of everything, including costumes, um, incredible. I really loved their use of black lights this year. Inside the houses, um, I'm not going to go into great detail about where, but I really love those effects. Um, I enjoyed the houses a lot. It's a great, really strong year. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see if my rankings change at all after next weekend or this coming weekend because I've already done my my ranking list with UOP, which should be coming out, uh, I think, next Tuesday. Um, so... We shall see if my if one more night of it changes that at all. Yeah. And you, yeah. you're you going to have Express for this one, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, Hellblock and Spirit were the only things that we did once, but everything else at the event. Oh, and no, we did Descents of Destruction twice. Yeah. Um, everything else we did either twice, three times, and I honestly think we did Legends four times. Wow. That's possible. Yeah. All I right. think so, because we lapped it twice, like, back-to-back. Back-to-back. Um, but, yeah, it was 
It was fantastic. I'm so happy that I got to experience it with you guys. And our group was fantastic. Shout out to Sonia for inviting us once again. Like yeah, me. and all the rest of the people that sh- that were with yeah, her, her too. Family yeah, her family. Yeah, it was a great group. It really was. They were all so much fun. Um, yeah. So, so, so much fun. And Jordan, our tour guide, shout out to Jordan. Yes. He was fantastic. <laughs> really hilarious. Great yeah. puns. Lots of puns <laughs> at the start of every house. He had one for everything. Yes, so many he did. dad jokes. <laughs> oh, he was great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was our our horror-filled weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was good. It was a, it was yeah, you know, we're still catching up on sleep. Yes. And we I are. get to do it again all over this weekend. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, with my children, <laughs> my oldest yeah. daughter's boyfriend, and my grown niece who is flying down to meet us. So I've got two people in my party this year who have never been to Universal, period. Oh, wow. And definitely never been to HHN. So it's going to be kind of an, an exciting uh Re renewal of you know seeing the parks through newbies' eyes again, which is always fun. Aww. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, yeah. so we're That'll excited. Be super fun. Yeah, All and right. uh, Michelle and I also did Gallery of Legends and Swizzle Lounge, but we can talk about those in our wrap up the season kind of. Yeah, yeah we can do that's that. A good idea. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that will do it for this episode. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you soon in the fog. Maybe. I've only got one more day of it, so I don't know. Oh, no. Sad. (laughs) Yeah. But until next time, uh, I guess next month, for more content, be sure to check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash rushoffear and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at rushoffearpod. Yeah. For more general Universal Orlando Resort news, check out our friends and UUOP network hosts over at the unofficial Universal Orlando podcast, wherever podcasts can be found. Also, check out Michelle and her team over at Port Key Vacations for all of your travel needs, especially HHN. Uh, Reach out to Michelle at Michelle at portkeyvacations.net and she'll get you taken care of. You can also call the number. It is 877-978-PORT, P-O-R-T. And the website is now live as well. So go check that out. Michelle, it's portkeyvacations.com. Yes, portkeyvacations.com. It's awesome. Corey Hall did a great job on the website. I'm super pleased with it. Um, And there's uh, a no obligation quote request form on there that's super simple to fill out and that comes to me and we can get you started yeah um also be sure to check out kenneth's band pangolin everywhere where you listen to music online and follow them on social media at pangolin fl and then you can also find me maddie at the uop tiktok i do all those videos over there and that is at uuo pod P-O-D. Also, be sure to check out our latest episode over, it's like our part two food review of the HHM event. Um, We did that with our friends over at the Talk With Your Mouthful podcast. Uh, So that can also be found everywhere where you listen to podcasts online and you can find them on social media at Talk With Your Mouthful. So we joined up with... um, uh, four from their team and we reviewed all the HHN food that we'd tried. Uh, that's like the second part to our first part episode that we did with John and Dylan on our feed last month. 
That's right. And that was a lot of fun to do. So much fun. Very, very good. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) The podcast has come to an end. Now get out. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye.